Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome to Red Men News. It is Thursday, the 28th of November. I am Ross Chanley, joined today by Jack Gill. Uh, and this video is brought to you in association with Liverpool Gin. Um, as part of a Red Men News uh, listener or viewer, you are entitled to a, a secret offer. Um, not much of a secret because we keep telling you about it. But um, if you want to go down to Liverpool Gin uh, and make your own gin, you can do so. And uh, we have a special offer for you. So it usually is £65, but you can have it for 39 If you head to www.liverpoolgindistillery.com forward slash experience, Experiences, uh, and type in the code REDMENXMAS, all in capital letters, uh, you can get that half price uh, off your gin experience. It's a, a, a boss night out. If you go to the main Redmen channel, um, me, Chris, Tom and Sai all went down and, and did it with Bruce Grobler. So you get to make your own bottle of gin, you get to take it home with you, you get to name it, they label it up for you, you get four or five, four or five gin and tonics large ones while you're there tasting it uh, and you get to taste the whole experience, you get to design your own gin basically. Um, if you're struggling for a present for Christmas for someone else, you said before we recorded yeah. Jack, so I have you one. Oh, there's the code, mate. You use use you that go. wisely. Uh, you've got until the 31st of uh, December to use it. So uh, you pre-book it, you use the code, but you can pre-book it for whatever time you like. Uh, we highly recommend you go and try that out if you are struggling. But you, of course, are here for some news. Um, first off, bit a bit. Well, the main news today is fallout from last night's game, Jack. And one of the big things that came out of that is Fabinho's injury. There's, there's not an update per se um, because he will be having scans. But uh, I'll just read this out to you anyway. Uh, Liverpool must wait to discover the extent of the injury sustained to Fabinho during Wednesday's one more draw with Napoli. The Brazil midfielder was substituted early on in a Champions League tie at Anfield after an awkward collision with an opponent. And uh, Jack, I think obviously we discussed this on, on shows this morning that we recorded. Uh, he left Anfield um, you know, in, in a with a boot cover Protected on, boot, yeah. um, you know, that might just be for precaution, but he's, I think Chris summed it up perfectly on one of the shows where it's one of those ones where you kind of wince, but not one of those ones where you can get, you have to yeah. stop looking yeah. at it. Yeah. Um, you know, he tried to carry on, is that is that's a positive, or has he made, has he made it worse by carrying on? Uh, I hope he hasn't made it worse, you know, I hate this when a big player gets injured and you have to wait all this time to find out the extent of, it, of the injury, and I mean, Klopp didn't help with the comments he said yesterday in his, in his post-match press conference. He doesn't seem too upbeat about how long he'll be out for. And, you know, I, th I mean, the biggest worry is if it's ankle ligaments, isn't it? If, if he's done that, then 
he'll be out for a very long time. The, the, the timing's not great, is it, with all no, these, all these no. coming the, the saving grace is that he's obviously suspended for Brighton anyway, so he, he would have been off. Um, so I think you can talk in terms of rotation of bringing someone in there. But like I did, I wanted back in for Everton, just, yeah. like, just so we can destroy him. So he's, he's been so influential for us this season as well. He's been one of our best players and... and it's just not good, is no, it? Is no. it? Uh, if there's an update while we're recording, uh, please be, be our eyes and ears and get in the comments and, and Tom will pick it up later on. But equally, uh, let us know your thoughts of, of what you do going forward. So, we'll, as we discussed, Brighton won't be there, so you, you expect rotation anyway. Who do you start in that six role? Would you play it two? But then going forward, if he's out for a, a longer period of time. Because for me, he's been one of our best players so far this season. We obviously talk about Sadio Mane and Bergman Dyke, but I think he's changed that whole dynamic of, of that midfield and what, and what he brings. He allows Henderson to go forward and be old Henderson. He's, he's the best He's the best player in his position in the world. Yeah. And he has been awesome this season. And it, it really is a big loss. So let's hope, fingers crossed. He's not out for a long time. Uh, speaking of those fixtures, Jack, nicely linking on to the next subject. He's just come out in the past couple of hours, or the past hour or so, that all Liverpool's uh, World Club, Club Championship games in Qatar will be televised on the BBC. Uh, so we're going to the Mail Online. Uh, apologies for that. Uh, Jürgen Klopp's side are uh, sole representatives after, after beating Tottenham. Um, but they're going to play them. Obviously, the fixtures aren't decided yet because they don't know who they're playing. But you've got match day one there. Match day two, match day three, or whatever. So they all will be televised. Uh, times will will come round there. So I'm not sure what the time difference is. So if you're not going uh, and you're sick of Christmas films, you can watch Liverpool, which is which is only a good thing, is it's kind of still be a be a, be a part of it. Jack and I'm not up for exactly um, streams from somewhere else. Yeah, well the the Villa games on as well, so we get to watch Liverpool play twice in 24 hours. Oh, Everyone that. does so, and also the rest of the world gets to see Liverpool become the champions of the world. So it is. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't want to watch it on the BBC, I think they again very nicely. There's some tickets for sale still, so if you fancy going over to Qatar, get yourself a nice winter tan. Um, I have no idea on what the pricing structure is, um, but obviously, oh, 8.30 kickoffs or 5.30 UK. Obviously, there always nice times there. Any time kickoffs? A nice, nice? a nice early Christmas present for the wife. Are you married? No, for, for, for oh for other people, for, okay. For people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna break some two minutes. So yeah, if you're interested in going to Qatar, um, you know there's still tickets on sale there. If not, just watch it from the comfort of your own home on the BBC. Um, never allow. Uh, again, fallout from last night. This is um, I've gone to Footballer Insider for this about Joe Gomez uh, struggling to be a bit part player at Anfield. So Paul Robertson claims um, that. Liverpool defender Joe Gomez is struggling to deal with a bit part player Anfield this season. Um, if you want to know who that is, because I didn't know who it was, uh, I've actually completely forgot. It's a former goalkeeper. Um, Sounds like a uh, wonderful Spurs. Yeah, <laughs> very, uh, very Spurs. reliable. But he's saying, uh, he, he goes on to say, um, you know, coming in and playing right back and being a bit there, he is struggling. And last night, mm. again, we, we spoke about this this morning already. Uh, he's, you, you said he, he's not a right back. No. And I, I think you can play him in that right back role, but don't play the midfield three that we did last night. I think you can afford to go a bit more attacking, EKT, Chamberlain, again like that. But also, he needs game time, and also yeah. Trent needs a rest. I, I I'd completely agree with that. I think under Rodgers, he was tried right back a bit, uh, and it worked um, due to the system. I think this season, um, it, it it doesn't work because under the system we play, Trent is so influential, and he's a completely different player. And it's come to a point where, I mean. I'd, I'd rather it be ended. I'd rather that trial period of trying and playing right back would be ended and maybe integrate Neko Williams into the squad more if we are going to rotate Trent because they are similar similar sorts of players. Um, but realistically, I think he needs more game time in uh, centre-back, personally. But where, but where, where'd you get him in there, though? You... That, that, that's what I mean. He's got he's, he's to work harder in order to 
to to knock Lovren out of the team, hasn't he? And that, that's what, what it's going to be. Is it uh, Nico Williams a gamble when you're playing the likes of Napoli at home? I wouldn't have. Uh, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't have done it last night. It would have been a, a massive gamble. Um, but even like Henderson or Milner, there they, they they seem to fit the system more. Yeah. Um, and and that seems bad saying it to go Joe Gomez because I love it. I, I think he's a cracking player, but. It just doesn't work with him at right back under this system. No. Uh, let us know your thoughts on Joe Gomez's performance last night. And uh, what you do, would you, would you play him there? Like, as Jack said, you, you put him in the centre. I think there's quite a lot of calls to, to put him ahead of Lovren. But again, I think Lovren was, was pretty sound last night. Obviously, he gets, he gets the goal. Man, the match for me. Yeah. Um, Carlo Ancelotti has also been speaking after last night, Jack, and um, he says Liverpool are, you know, you can control them. I think we saw that last night, so I'll just read a couple of quotes. Uh, he said, we changed the plays, but not the basic structure of the team. Di Lorenzo played wide on the left when we had the ball, then he got back to help out midfield in the 4-4-2 when defending. Liverpool have enormous quality, but they become more controllable when they are forced to play within reduced spaces. I love Carlo Ancelotti. I think he's absolutely super manager and I Last night, I thought, you know, as as poor as Liverpool were, I also think defensively, Napoli, the way they set up, the way that they were disciplined, I thought they were also superb. I, I, can't, I can't sing their praises enough. I, th I think they were very, very good last night. It's the best performance I've seen against this Liverpool side for a long, long time. Um, they really were. And bearing in mind, we went to their place and we were the better side. We ran the game. I don't think they performed as good at their place as they did last night, to be honest. I think their defensive structure was... was they came for a draw, didn't they? I yeah, think. I, I, th I think they did. And the, the way they set up was superb. That Fabian Ruiz looks a quality player. Um, and and they, just have, they just have loads of very good players and they're very well drilled. Ancelotti has them really, really well drilled, especially defensively. And, uh, I mean, they, they were superb last night. Yeah, uh, let us know your thoughts on Napoli again last night. One last one before we get into some comments and Tom will round them at the end. Um, I hate it when players do this. But, uh, RB Salzburg star Erin Haaland sends Liverpool warning after making Champions League history. Um, obviously, we know he, he played at Anfield when he came on to substitute. He's very good, he's very highly rated. Um, but people just seem to keep saying things about Anfield and it doesn't come true. But now, because Liverpool drew with Napoli... There's a lot more pressure on that, that final game. Uh, and he said, obviously, Liverpool are the world's best team, but we know we are good at home and at the top of the level, we have a chance. I think this is partly, he has to say this, yeah. but also he probably believes it as well. You know, when they came out the second half, they showed us what they were made of. And they, they had no fear. They also need to win the game to qualify. So it puts that game on a knife edge now, doesn't it, Jack? Oh, yeah. As a, as a player, you have to believe that, that you can beat any team. And it, uh, I think he, obviously, he's very confident right now. He's being looked at by a lot of top top European clubs and as you say the way they performed at Anfield is is something for them to be like you know what we could do it at our place and I think away from home as well in the Champions League in the last two years we've been a bit shaky um, and to be honest with you it is a bit worrying um, going into this game knowing that that we need something out of it but I'm confident. Yeah, I think I'm quietly confident. I think I'm just more frustrated in the fact that I wanted I wanted it to be a death. Yeah, well, I wanted yeah. to just go, go go and play the kids in that game. Well, you know, for the fringe players and the new mm -hmm. rotation into the game. Um, yeah, interesting. Tom, can we have some comments, please? Yes, you may. So, <clears throat> sorry, talking about Fabinho, Kieran one one zero zero says massive loss, but we will manage. And then Rob D says Klopp will have a plan. All will be fine. Yeah, I'm not worried. I just think I'd miss him in that system. And again, it comes back to the congested fixture list of, you know, two games a week pretty much. And again, the onus is on that Salzburg game where I won't be as worried. And obviously then going over to Qatar, forget the Aston Villa game. Genie can do that role. Hendo can do that role. 
as much as people don't like him, Adam Lallana can handle that role. Mm. And coming up with the other saving grace for me is the types of opposition that we're coming against. And I shouldn't be so arrogant. And I don't mean it in that way at all. And the fact that we've played like the Leicesters, the Man Cities, the Arsenals. We've got Everton coming up. Yeah, yeah. I know we, should, we joke about it, but then these players that we have should be good enough to play yeah. that role against Bournemouth, Watford, yeah. Brighton, Everton. And the, the, the one worry for me was the fact that it's not necessarily who else we have. It's just the fact that Fabinho is so good yeah. and, and does that role so well that anyone who steps into the role will obviously struggle compared to how well Fabinho does because he makes it look easy. Um, but as, as, as he says, there's, there's, there's numerous reasons why we can still be confident because yeah. we have a very, very good squad. And he's got Saturday off to rest anyway, so I'll yeah, do his Christmas exactly. shopping. Fingers crossed he's fine. Done. Um, on Joe Gomez Wallpaper says I'm gutted for Gomez I was chuffed to see him in the side than seeing him at right back it was not a good performance and then Rob D again says he needs a good run in the team at his preferred centre-back position yeah but, but both of those but as I said at the, at the top of the show I think he's fine at right back when you're playing Napoli because I think Napoli are very good going forward they've got a good, good attacking threat you want to be a bit more reserved fine but I didn't see any need to then play Fabinho, Milner and Henderson in the number field. You've already got Joe Gomez a bit reserved. I mean, I think you can afford to push Henderson, as we've seen before against Man City, on that right wing with Gomez behind him rather than Gomez going forward and then Jordan Henderson going in behind. I think he's fine. That right back, if you want, want a solid job to do, but he also gets, and it, it, the comments are right as well. I feel sorry for him in the sense that he's immediately compared to Joe Gomez, uh, to Joe Gomez, to Trent Alexander-Arnold. The same when Arie comes in and goes, he's not Sadio Mane. It's not necessarily his fault, is it? No, not at all. And, it, it was the same when he, he came in against Salzburg at centre-back and people said straight away, oh, Matip's better, he's, he's not Matip. Well, don't forget this is the same player that last season looked like he was going to build a formidable centre-half partnership with Van Dijk. <coughs> I was calling them the future best centre-back partnership in the world. He can get back there again. Exactly, and uh, I completely agree with that. And he's, he's still the same player. He just needs to come back in his regular game time. It's like Oxley Chamberlain said... Um, when, when he first came back at the start of the season, he was like, all I need now is regular game time to get in the flow of things and look what he's doing now. Yep. He's back close to the, the, the best of the top of his game. So it, it, I, I do believe Joe Gomez will get back up there. The only concern I'd have is, is the burnout of, you know, it's funny what's happened. I hope Van Dijk's all right as well. If you're playing Gomez at right back and Lovren's playing every game. Like, who's the other centre-half in that case? Because mm. you don't know where Matic's coming back. So, mm. Tom, one more. Um, yeah, just this turn on. This is just on Haaland. Johnny Walker says, we beat Salzburg not knowing what they were about. This time we know and we'll be more controlling. And then on Haaland himself, Daniel LaRoche says, Haaland has to think that way. You don't play to lose. I figured I'd go into some stats. Um, we will look more at this uh, in the build-up for it. But in the Bundesliga, the Turkish Bundesliga, obviously, uh, they've played 15, scored 58 as a team. And then Haaland himself... Sorry, Austrian. Thank you. And then uh, Haaland uh, in 12 games has scored 15. So wow. they're in good form. Yeah, good form. He's full of confidence. He's obviously a natural finisher. Yeah, the, 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 the Johnny Walker comment is, is spot on as well. I think we were all over them first half in that game. We got, I think we just got complacent and he can't afford to go and do that. And they came out and just threw the kitchen sink out. So I think one thing Klopp is very good at, and probably hard to judge in that game, whereas he always gets a half-time or change something or change yeah. for the better. So having seen what Salzburg capable of, I think uh, Minimo was the, the other attacker forward oh, that yeah. was like just bombing forward. I think he scored again last night, actually. Um, 
And that be, be, was it Huangi Chan up front yeah, as well? Uh, yeah. Be, be wary of these people wanting capable of so really spot on. Yeah, but you know, I, I think there's there's always going to be a slight part of us that, that does worry a bit going into that game because when you go into a game knowing that you need something out of the game, it, it is slightly worrying. But these players are champions, and you've got to think of it like that. Haaland will have to go into it thinking, or oh, we can beat them. But actually, we should be really confident because we've got we've got the European champions, and yeah. well, we just boss, aren't we? Yeah. Good. Uh, we'll wrap up there. Don't forget to go and check out Liverpool Gin. Uh, we want that gin offer of uh, what is usually, usually £65, but you can get it for £39.99. Add a little Christmas present for yourself or for someone else in your family. Uh, use the code REVNTVXMAS, all in capital letters, uh, to get that discount available to, till the 31st of December. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with some more news, hopefully an update on Fabinho and Van Dijk, and they should be OK. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow. Ta-ra. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.